Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Continue on today with Dalit and Aleph. Bez Hashem, we're going to have two sections. One is going to be a conclusion from yesterday, and then the second will be a new topic that we'll get to today. And we're beginning uh, about six, seven lines from the top of Dalit and Aleph. Now, we learned yesterday that uh, in the first explanation is that really David and Moshe Rabbeinu did not know when Chatzos was, and therefore David utilized this harp to, uh, to wake up in the middle of the night at Chatzos to serve Hashem. However, today the Gemara says, or Rezeris says another pshat. He says, really, it could be David and Moshe both knew the time of Chatzos. David only utilized the harp in order to wake up as an alarm clock, because otherwise he wouldn't wake up at the time of Chatzos. Now, why did Moshe say, if he knew when it was? So either the Gemara says, the Pshat is, he was trying to avoid error of the Itztagnine Paro, the officers of Paro, who may err in terms of the timing, because he knew for sure when 12 was, but they may not have known, their clocks might have been somewhat off, and then if that was the case, they would say, you see Moshe Badoi, who Moshe doesn't know exactly when things occur, and it would somehow ruin or take away from the power of Makas Bechoros. So in order to avoid that, he said, so they wouldn't have any such claim against him, Rakadosh Baruch The other reason the Gemara says is that he said, is that actually Moshe was talking to the Jewish people the night before, meaning this whole incident occurred the 15th night, meaning before they would go out of Mitzrayim the next morning. But Moshe was standing the night before, which means it was the 14th night, which the 13th day had been before, and he said to the Jewish people, just like now, it's chatzos halayla, ka chatzos, like tonight chatzos halayla, also tomorrow will be makas bechoros, striking the Egyptians the 15th at night of chatzos. Okay, moving on to the second section. The Gemara now tells us a series of agadatas discussing the greatness of David. David called himself a chassid, for a few reasons, the Gemara says. First explanation the Gemara says is because he would rise up at night at Chatzos in order to serve Hashem, unlike the other kings who would pamper themselves to only wake up the third hour into the day. So therefore he said, I'm a chassid because I'm serving you unlike the other kings who sleep later. Alternatively, he was involved in the different uh, items that would purify a woman to her husband, blood, embryonic sac, things of that nature, and other kings might look at that in a disparaging sort of way, but he, in his humility, understood that's what was meant to be done. And in this answer also, the Gemara says, is he would embarrass himself in front of his Rebbe. His Rebbe's name was Mephibosheth, because whenever he would paskin, he would clarify with his Rebbe, and sometimes the Rebbe would say, uh, you're wrong. So he, was, he would lower himself in order to accurately dis, dis, uh, paskin halacha. That's another reason David HaMelech would say, he was a chassid. And the Gemara actually tells us because Mephibosheth would embarrass David, David ended up having, having a child whose name was Kilav, who was able to override Mephibosheth, who was even greater than Mephibosheth, and could, as if to say, embarrass Mephibosheth in halacha. The Gemara tells us that although David HaMelech called himself a chassid, he wasn't sure if he would merit in the future, Olam Haba, because because maybe certain sins could have caused him to lose his merits, and therefore there's the Pasuk of Lule, which with the dots on top implies he was actually misupik if he would benefit, get schar in the next world. Similar ideas found, the Gemara says, by Yaakov Avinu, although Hashem guarantees he would be taken care of, he was worried when he would approach, when he approached Esav in Vayishlach, again, Shem Yigro Machet. And similarly, when the Jews returned in the days of Ezra, 
to re- rebuild by Yisheni, to go back to Eretz Yisroel, they, they should have been able to go in with the same elevated status and pomp like they went in the days of Yeshua, but because of the sins that they had done, it caused them to be lowered, that they only were able to go in when they were mishuvah to the government. They were controlled, they didn't have their own autonomy, and the Bismarck was assisted in building by the government. They didn't have as much power as in the days of Yeshua, even though it was meant to be that way, because of the sins that they had done. We're stopping here, the second to last line of Dalad Amud Aleph, Ezra's Hashem will pick up tomorrow with Dalad Amud Beis, discussing the opinion of the Chachamim. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.